the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Welcome to 2020. This is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast flashing back to the fireworks. Shan Carr, New Year's Eve after a couple of frosty ones. Oh, that is a, not a good ending. <laughs> Keep going. Come on. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's better. Okay, first we had sperm. Now those look like vaginas. Now, the thing I like about that soundtrack is she is performing to the smallest audience she's ever performed to. There were two people with British accents standing next to us on the rooftop at the Rowan. Yeah. And Shan was going off with fun comments. You might be able to hear a couple of those in the background. We just let her go. You were wound up, honey. I was. I was loving it. <laughs> I was hanging out with a bunch of cute girls and boys, and I'd had, yes, count them, five cocktails wow. in those five or six hours, which is a lot for me. And you guys were on the rooftop of the Rowan watching from a bird's eye view of the fireworks that were lit off from the casino, the spa casino. I was at Eagle 501, and I was in line to get a drink. It had just been handed to me when the countdown began. So I like, rushed outside and you, we could see the fireworks because we're on that side of Arenas and uh, out on the, the little lanai at the 501 and it was a lot of fun. But boy, a lot of people from out of town. It's like, yeah. it was hard to find familiar faces. I was gonna say, I didn't run into anyone at that whole party that I didn't invite. Um, Brian Duke came with a couple of girlfriends and Nick Singleton. Yeah. And I kind of nudged those two little groups into people and then the gals and guys that we were hanging out with. But I didn't recognize anyone. I met a lot of people, though, from uh, out of town and, and, and out right. of the country. Right. Yep. A, lot of pe- a lot of people from uh, England, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Europeans yep. in town. Uh, and of course, they had a huge celebration down at the barracks. And it was the first night Scott Murchison had taken over as the new owner. And, and our friend Jesse was there for his first night. His, can you imagine first night, New Year's night? Oh, my God. He was barbacking, but he's going to be on the bartending staff. Uh, yeah, they were actually on the lookout for people on social media. Does anybody know how to barback? We need extra help because it was just packed. Oh, I bet. They had the, but you've done uh, the barracks. New Year's so Eve I've before. Done, yeah, I've done New Year's Eve at the barracks three years in a row. And uh, I just, I'm surprised they hired me back because the first time my girlfriend was there with me and the gig was pretty much to do comedy from 11 o'clock till midnight. And then my girlfriend was like going to give me like the two minute warning that it was almost midnight and then the like 30 seconds. And I didn't have a watch. We didn't all have phones back then. It was a long time ago. And so finally, she gives me the thumbs up. And the barracks, I don't know if they still do it, but they have like 150 balloons with money in them, hundreds and fifties and twenties. And so all three of those years that I did it, they would do the balloon drop and guys would be stabbing at the balloons and getting their money. It was pretty fun, though. And so we did it 10, 9, 8, and everybody's getting their balloons and just kind of quieted down. And then on the screen, we see 10, 9. <laughs> like, oh, God. So I'm surprised they hired me back two more New Year's Eve. Now, were you right? I mean, were you on time? No. For your no, the TV was. Oh, no, my t- drunken <laughs> girlfriend was the one who gave me the wrong time from her old Mickey Mouse Timex watch or whatever it was she was wearing. Oh, well, so. I heard that that probably could have happened with uh, Anderson Cooper and uh, what's his name? That they were really, Andy Cohen. Andy, Andy Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, they were pretty drunky drunk from what I understood on I, social media. I did watch some of it, and I left when it was like eleven fifteen for them. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper had already had. 
four shots and a couple <laughs> of cocktails. And you could just see, I love that they embraced letting him, yeah. them yeah. be. I don't, I mean, I like Kathy Griffin, okay, but I don't miss her. Mm-hmm. I, I much prefer the two of them together. I can't deny. Yeah, Andy Cohen is uh, a lot. He is a lot. <laughs> but one night a year, not a problem for and me. Tempered by Anderson and their genuine relationship. You know, they yeah. have stories about last Thursday when they were over at the mom's house. As a matter of fact, Anderson Cooper was telling the story about his mom meeting Andy Cohen for the first time. And she asked before he got there, is he going to ask who has the biggest cock in Hollywood? And Anderson said, Mom, why would he say that? So, of course, Anderson told Andy Cohen. So what do you think his first question was? Who has the biggest, who has cock, the biggest in- cock in Hollywood? And she said once they were drunk late at night. And then she denied saying. And then Andy said, no, no, you said it was so-and-so. And she said, oh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, Anderson Cooper's mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. Right. She passed she away did. this year, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last yeah. year, yeah. Last year, this yeah. last year, yes. And he did a very uh, moving uh, special on, and you watched another special on I CNN. watched the Linda Ronstadt special, and it was beautiful and rich and fabulous, and all the Bonnie Raitts and all the other people kind of speaking about her and their experience. It was good. Watch it. All right. I watched a, uh, a documentary that uh, premiered a few weeks ago on HBO called Risky Drinking. Okay. <laughs> which, which, that was my New Year's Day fair. I actually made it to the gym by 10 a.m. Oh, that's impressive. And I saw Dr. Laura Rush coming into the gym as I was going out. So she wasn't hurting too badly. We we weren't. We didn't overindulge. We definitely indulged. Speak but... for yourself. Okay, well, you overindulged a tiny bit. Not fall down, but you had a toddler walk. Well, it was the bourbon. <laughs> It was the bourbon. I don't know. Something about bourbon. My it dad does. drinks bourbon, and there was a girl I really liked once, and I got my lips almost up to hers to kiss her. And smell And that it. bourbon backdraft of my dad, I was like, nope, nope. sorry. <laughs> oh. Can't do it. So we, we put the uh, New Year's Eve to rest. Are there any resolutions that you want to self-disclose now that we can uh, revisit next year? Yeah. <laughs> I am on the Noom diet, uh, mostly just watching what I eat more than anything. I started it uh, two weeks ago before Christmas just to get a feel for how I would do. And obviously my calorie counts have been over, and but I am tracking all my meals and just that piece of it so do you have to say like two ounces of this yeah. and is there calories and yeah all and, that? And, well, and it does and it's yellow, yellow red and green in terms of the okay. the, the the nutritional how how much filling it's going to be you know yeah. obviously a muffin is going to be red and a grape is going to be green so yeah i've been on the keto thing and i took my very first break over the holidays and the two-week mm. cruise and all of that i think i came out two pounds I gained two pounds over the 25 days. That's awesome. Of you did giving pretty a break. Well. Actually, I saw an ad for Nutrisystems with what's her name? Marie Osmond. And they actually make a comment about like, it's not like a psychology plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what they're talking exactly. about. They're talking about Noom. I've been doing Omada for eight months, uh-huh. and uh, it isn't designed to be used for keto, but same sort of thing. I don't have to measure anything. There's no calories. There's no carb counting. You write down everything you ate, and you say two things. You judge two parts. Is it somewhat healthy, not very healthy, and not healthy at all? And was it small, medium, and large? And did you do you have a – we were talking about – Resolution, do you have one? No. <laughs> I have two. Be gentle. Yeah. Instead of shameful. Yeah. 
about everything, not just this. And I want to learn to be a, a competent video editor by the end of the year. Oh, good. If you can. But if you're not, don't beat the crap out of yourself for it. Beckham, your dogs, yeah. 11,000 closest friends are in town this weekend. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? It means it's the dog show. Get out! What? No, there's seriously, a dog show? there's a dog show. AKC All Breed Dog Show Obedience and Rally Trials starts today, Where? the second of January. The Kennel Club of Palm Springs, but of course, it's at the Empire Polo Grounds in Indio for the weekend. Eleven thousand dogs are in town. There was a dog show here for many, many years. It was one of the first and biggest things that ever happened in this town. You know, the guys who started town, Feral, and some oh, of those. Oh, okay. They they had a dog dog show and all the socialites dogs were in it. Also this weekend uh, the El Paseo Art Walk is happening on Friday which is tomorrow the 3rd of January the Live Well Festival. Zumba and yoga and family stuff. And... No, no, and no. No? Okay. Yeah, well. I'm already winded. Yeah, I'm exhausted just here. <laughs> Get me back to it. another happy hour. Brad will tell you where the happy hours are right now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Lulu California Bistro, a long happy hour that starts at 11, goes until close. So you never have to worry about whether there's a happy hour on at Lulu California Bistro. $5.99 well drinks and uh, happy hour food menus. Same at their sister restaurant at Aqua. And then uh, the Roost Lounge in Cathedral City. Charles Herrera will be singing live this Saturday from 7 till 10 p.m. Their happy hour goes from noon until 7 p.m. each day. So those are the featured happy hours this week. The film festival is really the big news. Um, uh, they just announced that uh, Quentin Tarantino won the uh, Best Director Award for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. And I absolutely loved that movie. You know, his stuff's a little vi little violent. Yeah, uh, his stuff's pretty violent. But uh, this one was just such a great throwback to the 1960s. The soundtrack with the radio station from mm -hmm. Los Angeles. KHJ. KHJ in Los and Angeles. And the cars. And the cars. They used 3,000 actual period cars. Wow. And we're car guys, so yeah. we've seen movies that have a period thing. It's like, well, it's supposed to be 1974. How come there's a minivan in it? <laughs> right. Right. Well, and so you guys both saw that film? Yeah. I still it's haven't amazing. seen it. I it's need to really hop amazing. to. Totally yeah. deserved. Golden okay. Globes this weekend already. So the film festival gala's tonight with all the uh, stars in town. So Palm Springs is star capital of the world tonight yeah, for Hollywood. Totally, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're all over town. Absolutely. Might as well swing into coffee and hang out all day and, and just see, see who, who shows see. up. Actually, the Parker might be the best stop. Just go to the, the coffee shop at the Parker. I'll just put my head through the hedges at the Parker. Brunch at the Parker. Yeah. Oh my God, that sets so you back good. like sixty bucks. A cocktail's like eighteen dollars. <laughs> a lemonade I I got there last time was like eighteen bucks. So what are they going to be building? I saw that uh, in the paper. It's going to be a, a a new wing. A new wing. How much land do they have back there? It's one hundred and forty four rooms, and I think it's fourteen acres total. The wow. property. So they've got room like that. to build. Room to grow. There you go. Room. Golden Globes Sunday. There's viewing parties all around town. Studio One Eleven is just. Just one of the places that will be having that. Um, we've got some, uh, you know, speaking of luminaries, uh, there's a luminary luncheon that CV Rep does. And on Monday, January 6th, Lainey Kazan will be in town for the Love luminary her. luncheon. 
And uh, she also performs at Purple Room quite often, too. Yeah. Uh, Shan, we have featured your game show interactive dinner event on the, <laughs> on the Gay Desert Guide happenings for the weekend. And uh, that's coming up on Thursday the 30th. I bought my tickets. Oh, yay, It'll be good. my first PS Underground experience. Oh, God, you're going to love it. Can't it's wait. It's game shows and dinner, and the food is themed towards whatever the game shows will be. Come dress like Let's Make a Deal. Ooh, that just made me think, isn't that the show where they would say, like, what's in your handbag? I'll give you $100. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a bobby pin, I'll give you a hundred dollars for a bobby pin. No, but people used to have a bobby pin. Yes, they did. A ball peen hammer. If you have a ball <laughs> peen hammer. So, how do people get to that uh, online right now? Go to GayDesertGuide.com. Yeah. We have our uh, Gay Desert Guide weekend, January 3 to 5. Every week we do two blogs. Those uh, give you everything you need to know. Thanks to Alex McCune. We love Alex. This will be our seventh anniversary this year. In Happy September. anniversary, Gay Desert Guide. <laughs> you and Alex have been friends since Cincinnati. Since we, yeah, we met years ago as He's neighbors good, in Cincinnati, he was also, Ohio. He was also really helpful on the waffle maker at Christmas. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Hey, two other things I want to mention for this weekend. One is um, uh, Grand Central in downtown Palm Springs on La Plaza. They've started uh, coming on board with us, and they're doing a hot deal with us. Get a $25 gift card at Grand Central for just $15. And a nice welcome to our new advertiser on Gate Desert Guide, the Laser Med Spa. They're located in El Paseo, and uh, Scott Balson and his husband, are uh, taking that over. They're a member of the Desert Business Association, our LGBT Chamber of Commerce. And now let's look into Brad Fur's mailbag. We did get invited to the Palm Springs Air Museum's gala. That's on February the 21st, um, and it is the 75th anniversary since the end of World War II. And they are still flying the warbirds. And there are a couple of people still alive that served in World War II. Not wow. many, but there are a couple that... Um, the greatest generation. They will be honored that evening. When is this? 221. 221, 2020. February 21 of 2020. And Frankie Avalon Frankie. is going to play. He's I... so dreamy. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is really great. Your voice just squeaked like a pubescent boy while you <laughs> said it. I loved him. Venus, if you will. And then Joe Montaigne is yes. going to be the MC. So I he think is. That's really kind of a cool event. And we're very proud of the Air Museum. And they do so many wonderful events. It's such a great space. And I'm a plane nerd. You know me. I run to the, the door. Look, my favorite plane is flying over. He does. He actually did that with me last week. I'm like, really, John? Flies over all the time. But it's just <laughs> like to have a World War II plane flying that you can actually take a ride on. Yeah. It's like stepping into history. Have you been on one of those kinds of planes? Yes, I have. It's and I got cool. to be on one with a plane load of World War II veterans who served on that kind of a plane yeah and it was uh, and one of them was a tuskegee airman mm. it was like mm. pretty unforgettable to think that these guys were like flying over germany in these things and kind of like easy targets because those planes did not go very fast no they didn't they were built to take hits and they did oh they were built like flying tanks really and they wow. would they would land with holes in them well, so there's some stuff you can do as we get into this new decade. And in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Chuck Yates and Michael Shaw. Chuck is the director of the new show, Daniel's Husband, from Desart Performs. And they'll be coming up on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. I'm going to meet with the Pickford Theater because I am arranging to do the Academy Awards show again this year. And I hope to have a statuette to add to my collection. You do? My little mini Oscar. Which you uh, won last year for knowing the answer to the very first question. 
straight out of the gate. I am kind of a total movie nerd. I can't help it. You have a lot of layers of nerd. You're a nerd multi-layer cake. Pretty much, yeah. Car nerd, plane nerd, movie nerd. You're a nerd trifle. That's what you are. All that stuff poured into one bowl, layered of, on top of each yeah. other with pudding and cake. and A lot of layers of bullshit. A nerd trifle. I'll live up to it, I promise. We'll be talking to you on our podcast Monday. Have a great weekend and hashtag I love gay Palm Springs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like us on Facebook at I love gay Palm Springs. And we welcome to our flaming Microphones, the fabulous Michael Shaw and Chuck Yates from Desert Performs. Welcome. Hello. You guys are so perky this morning. Oh, my ah. God. Yeah, it's acting. It's acting. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys have a new show that's going to be opening on the 10th, and it is called Daniel's Husband. It is an original script that just closed off Broadway last winter, and... Um, We've been trying to get it for two and a half years, and we finally got it. Um, I'm the artistic director, but I'm actually performing in this show with my dear friend Chuck mm -hmm. and David Yaus and Deborah Harmon and Hans Enyart, uh, directed by Darren Anthony from Los Angeles. It's um, it's just a, we're just having a love fest, basically. It's old homo week. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So this is about a couple. Except Darren, I should. Except Darren, yes. Disclaimer. <laughs> so this is a this is about a couple. That uh, should be married, but uh, isn't for some reason. Correct. So I play Daniel, and David Yost plays Mitchell, who is the other half of me, and he's the one who doesn't want to get married. He doesn't believe in the institution. And Daniel desperately wants to get married after seven years of being together. So that's the conflict. Um, Chuck actually plays Mitchell's best friend, Barry. I play Barry. And I'm also Mitchell's uh, literary agent because Mitchell writes books. So, um, And I, uh, it's a big stretch for me, but I play a, a, an older gay man of an indeterminate age who tends to like dating younger guys. Well, that honest... it was a stretch. It was it's a stretch. I'm, not... I'm still working on my character, <laughs> <laughs> who's forty, maybe Ish. Ish. something. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of research by dating younger men. Is that it? Uh, well, you know, things happen. <laughs> it's it's anything for the work. That's right. He's a dedicated thespian. thespian. As they say, art imitates life. Yes, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. So. That's the conflict. The, the couple right. should be married. One right. doesn't believe in the institution of marriage. One really desperately wants right. to get married. So something happens in their life, and it puts their relationship in jeopardy. I can't... I don't want to give that no, away. No, it's a spoiler. No but, spoilers. But something happens, and um, it, it just throws everything into the air and uh, creates great chaos in their relationship. What, um, what Michael uh, has left out is that... Daniel and Mitchell are very much in love. So it's mm. not a story of, you know, one person not caring about right. the other. It's just one just has very strong, strong feelings, feelings about uh, institution of marriage. Yeah. yeah, he just does not want, he doesn't believe in the paper. He doesn't think you have to do it. And Daniel very much wants the paper and the certificate. And he wants the wedding. He wants to show the world, you know. This is who we are, and we he can do it just like He wants the registry. He wants the registry. Tiffany. No. <laughs> and the pomp, the circumstance, he the does. Facebook post. Standing up in front of your friends and family. And, yeah, and, and declaring. Yeah. 
And the chicken dance and the Macarena and all of the stuff that happens <laughs> right. at every uh, reception. Right. Now, I'm sure that this is a conflict that happens in in so Absolutely. many relationships. Straight or gay. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, there's somebody that's really dead set on the wedding way more than the other, usually. Yes. Absolutely. So you got to buy tickets and go see the show. Daniel's husband. It's <laughs> going to be the 10th through the 19th. Uh, Friday and Saturday show, Saturdays and Sundays, uh, matinees. It's at the Pearl McManus Theater at the Palm Springs Women's Club. And let's talk about Desert Performs. It's uh, really been taking off. Yeah, thank you. Um, this is our 12th season, our ninth season in the Women's Club. Um, and, uh, you know, as most people know who attend our shows, we do very current material. Um, I think the oldest play we've ever produced is 10 years old. So I'm constantly looking for the latest thing that's coming out of New York or Chicago or even San Francisco. Um, and that's what I base my, my season on is putting together a season that is work that's being done in larger markets, but you wouldn't necessarily see it here in, you know, tiny little Palm Springs. So we're bringing big city theater to this area and uh, challenging our audiences. And it's really quite exciting because our patrons continue to um, kind of want edgier stuff, which is what we're doing. Our last show, Hand to God, was a huge success. And I had reservations, quite honestly, about doing it because it was incredibly graphic, um, a lot of language. This puppet, is the one with the possessed... Puppet sex. The, yeah, puppet, puppet sex. sex. And yeah. Puppet and... sex. Everybody in town was talking about it, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. It, so, nice to hear. And they're going to be talking about Daniel's husband. And th this is what you do. You bring stuff that's really relevant and contemporary yes. to the stage at the Pearl McManus Theater at the Palm Springs Women's Club. You can go to desartperforms.org to find out about the whole season. We have, I think, per capita more talent in this area than any place on earth. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, especially, especially the music talent. Unbelievable. There's incredible music talent here. Sounds like this season is going to be pretty awesome here it for Desert Performs. You're going to carry on the uh, tradition that you've built over more than a decade. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. I do want to do a shout out to um, people like Chuck and David. We're doing kind of this wonderful community effort. Chuck is the artistic director at Coyote Stage Works. You know, David's on his board, and we're all really good friends. Yeah. And thrilled to be working on a project together like this. This is one of the things that I've noticed, too, about the theater community. You, you, and I've interviewed people that are, are in all of the various, you know, companies and ensembles and, you know, putting on shows all over the place. I never hear the backstage bitchy shit. Not amongst us. Not amongst us. No. No, no I don't really hear that. The really wonderful thing about Daniel's husband is... It starts off with a group of friends. A lot of the hard work is done. We all know each other. We all kind of know, you know, quirks about each other. And so usually in rehearsals, when you come together with a group of people that you don't know, you, you got to feel your you, way through. You start that. feeling your way through and trying to figure out, you know, what works and what doesn't. I laugh all the time because Hans and I are all googly and making out and stuff in in the very beginning of the play, and I said to him later because um, I've known him for. I said, "I'm so happy it's you that we don't have to go through all that Me Too stuff of can can I can I touch you there? Can we you know can we do this? Can we? so it makes it it makes it a lot of fun and very very easy. The opening scene is a party at our house it is a hoot 
DesartPerforms.org is where you get the tickets. Daniel's husband opening on the 10th. Don't miss it. Thank you so much for being on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thank, Thank you, you for having a great us. time. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck Yates and Michael Shaw from Desert Performs. Also, we want to thank Brad Fur, our Gay Desert Guide, and comedian Shan Carr. I want to remind you that tomorrow the City of Palm Springs and the Chamber are going to be bestowing the 437th star on the world-famous Walk of the Stars in Palm Springs. Going to be at 125 East Tockwitz Canyon Way. And a guy who's been in every cult movie you can think of, from Andy Warhol's classic Blood for Dracula, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Surviving Christmas, uh, My Own Private Idaho, Madonna, Music Videos. He's a Palm Springs resident, and he's getting his star on the Walk of the Stars, Udo Kier. That's going to be happening tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So we'll see you there, and we'll talk to you Monday on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs. 